Welcome to Friends of Potter, where every episode we focus on a different character from the wizarding world. No character is too small, and they all play a part in Harry's life one way or another. Today, we'll be focusing on Albus Percival Wolfric Brian Dumbledore. A man appeared on the corner the cat had been watching. Appeared so suddenly and silently you thought he just popped out of the ground. The cat's tail twitched and its eyes narrowed. Nothing like this man had ever been seen in Privet Drive. He was tall, thin, and very old, judging by the silver of his hair and beard, which were both long enough to tuck into his belt. He was wearing long robes, a purple cloak which swept the ground, and high-heeled buckled boots. His blue eyes were light, bright, and sparkling behind half-moon spectacles, and his nose was very long and crooked, as though it had been broken at least twice. This man's name was Albus Dumbledore. Albus Percival Wolfric Brian Dumbledore was born a half-blooded wizard to Kendra, a muggle-born witch, and Percival Wolfric Brian Dumbledore, a wizard. When Albus was ten and his brother Aberforth was eight, Albus's six-year-old sister Ariana was beaten by three muggle boys when she frightened them by performing magic. She survived, but was so badly injured that her development was permanently damaged, and she didn't attend Hogwarts. Albus, on the other hand, attended Hogwarts as a Gryffindor, and he could conjure a Phoenix Patronus. After graduating from Hogwarts, Albus was about to tour the Wizarding World with Alpheus Stoge in 1899, when Ariana accidentally killed her mother, Kendra. So, instead of traveling the world and launching a great career, Albus reluctantly stayed to care for Ariana. This very same summer, he met young Gellert Grindelwald and became friends with Gellert and his ideas, visions of wizard supremacy, and a search for the three Deathly Hollows. Ariana was neglected while Albus became infatuated with Gellert and discussed wizard takeovers, but eventually Albus's brother Aberforth confronted the two of them about Ariana, and a fight ensued, a fight in which Ariana was killed. Gellert fled, and Albus fully realized what his friend was capable of, and where his ideas would have taken them. Albus deeply regretted his role in his sister's death for the rest of his life. Therefore, instead of conquering the world, Albus avoided politics and concentrated on scholarship, discovering the twelve uses of dragon blood and exploring alchemy with Nicholas Flamel. A few years after leaving Hogwarts, he became a professor in Transfiguration. After Dumbledore's spectacular defeat, of his one-time friend, Gellert Grindelwald, in 1945, Albus Dumbledore became the only wizard that Voldemort feared. From there, Albus was the headmaster of Hogwarts for close to 40 years, in the time frame where both of Voldemort's attempts to take over the wizarding world took place. Albus is considered to be the most powerful wizard of his time. He was awarded the Order of Merlin First Class and was the Supreme Mugwump of the International Confederation of Wizards, as well as the Chief Warlock of the Wisingamot. Dumbledore was ashamed of some things he did in his youth, and he learned the hard way about the seductiveness of power and its costs. He spent the rest of his life trying to understand and contain the darker impulses in the wizarding society. When Lord Voldemort and the Death Eaters began their brutal subjugation of wizarding society in the 1970s, the Ministry of Magic could not cope. Dumbledore formed the Order of the Phoenix to fight against Voldemort and the rights of muggles and muggle-born wizards. Dumbledore delivered the orphaned Harry to his muggle aunt for protection. Harry had a strong relationship with Dumbledore, 
And at Harry's first Christmas, Dumbledore gave Harry his father's cloak of invisibility, which we'll later know was one of the Deathly Hallows. As Harry was learning to trust his friends, his Potter, and his power and his instincts, Dumbledore had begun to hunt for Tom Criddle's Horcruxes. He had already held the Elder Wand at 15 inch with Thriestral Hair Core, which he won from Gellert Grindelwald at his defeat. Harry had the legendary cloak of invisibility, and there in the there the Peveril Ring Horcrux was the resurrection stone, which would allow him to see his parents and sister again. He put the cursed ring on his ha- right hand. After containing the damage, Snape later told Dumbledore that he could not completely stop the damage from spreading, as it was a type of curse that strengthened over time. Dumbledore had a year left to shape events before he died. So, Dumbledore made Snape promise one more thing. To kill him, to maintain his cover, and spare young Draco Malfoy the experience, which Snape agreed to. During the last year of his life, Dumbledore showed Harry how to hunt for horcruxes and left clues about the Deathly Hollows for Harry and his friends to work out for themselves. He knew Harry well enough by then to be sure that, unlike himself, Harry would not be tempted by the Hollows for long. Dumbledore was then killed by Severus Snape in June of 1997 and buried in a white marble tomb on the grounds of Hogwarts. The name Albus means white and bright. Draco, do it or stand aside to one of us screeched the woman, but at that precise moment the door to the ramparts burst open once more, and there stood Snape, his wand clutched in his hand as his black eyes swept the scene. From Dumbledore slumped against the walls, the four Death Eaters, including the enraged werewolf and Malfoy. "'We've got a problem, Snape,' said the lumpy amicus, whose eyes and wand were fixed alike upon Dumbledore. The boy doesn't seem able—' But somebody else had spoken Snape's name quite softly. "'Severus.' The sound frightened Harry beyond anything he'd experienced all evening. For the first time, Dumbledore was pleading. Snape said nothing, but walked forwards and pushed Malfoy roughly out of the way. The three Death Eaters fell back without a word. Even the werewolf seemed cowed. Snape gazed for a moment at Dumbledore, and there was revulsion and hatred etched in the harsh lines of his face. Severus, please. Snape raised his wand, and pointed it directly at Dumbledore. Avada Kedavra! A jet of green light shot from the end of Snape's wand and hit Dumbledore squarely in the chest. Harry's scream of horror never left him, silent and unmoving. He was forced to watch as Dumbledore was blasted into the air for a split second. He seemed to hang, suspended beneath the shining skull, and then he fell slowly backwards, like a great rag doll over the battlements, and out of sight. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Friends of Potter, and I hope to see you next time. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram at joeylovespotter, and if you wish to become a patron of access to our blog, then visit patreon.com slash friendsofpotter. And don't forget, happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light.